0: If you enjoy this show, you will enjoy the new novel Alice Isn't Dead, a standalone, complete reimagining of this story. It's out now. Find it wherever you encounter books or at aliceisn'tdead.com.
1: I'm driving away now, away from the factory. My feet are wet and my hands are sweaty. I'll try to forget what I saw there, but I won't be able to, will I, Alice? I'll never forget what happened at the factory by the sea.
0: Joseph Fink, performed by Jessica Nicole, produced by Disparition, part one, chapter four, the factory by the sea.
1: The sea is crystalline. It's seductive, but the land feels angry and lost. There is no harmony here. The tranquility of the lapping waves sputters out and the land slumps into place. It's buggy as hell, too. God damn it! Sorry, another huge bug just died a messy death right on my windshield, so... Whatever. Delivery today was to a factory. I didn't recognize the name of the company, but the factory was vast. It was right on the beach, a huge block rectangle of metal pipes and tanks and three towering stacks, black smoke out over the water. One side of the building went into the high tide line, water just lapping up against the concrete foundation, the gentle white slope of the sand on either side. Weird, right? Why would anyone build a factory like that? Why would they be allowed to? with the environmental hazards alone Is this the world you left me? Leaderless and spinning? Sorry, off topic. The factory. I didn't see any other way out to the loading dock, so I just drove right on the sand backed up to it. There was a young man there, very young, 18 at the most, probably less. Probably less. The kid was wearing this gray factory jumpsuit with the company's logo on it in red. The logo was a dog, cringing in pain. Praxis Industries. What is this world you've left me, Alice? The farther south you go on this coast, the worse the drivers get. They're old and they're mad down here. Why are they so mad? Why are they in my lane? Why are you in my- Shit. Sorry, Alice. I know you hated it when I yelled. Hate it. You hate it when I yell. Hi, the kid on the loading dock said. Hi, my name's Jackie. You got my delivery? Sure, I said, right in the back. It wasn't much. I don't know why they needed a truck of my size to deliver it. Stray bits of wood, each individually labeled with a number and a letter. I couldn't tell much from the shape of them. Cool, cool, Kid said. This is perfect. Hey, help me with this, would you? Together, we took them off of the truck and put them piece by piece on a conveyor belt, which carried them through a chute into the factory. Black smoke out over the water, churning machines. I didn't see a single human being on the scaffolding. No one having a cigarette out on the loading dock, not a face in any of the grease-smeared windows, no workers in sight, no parking lot either, just the beach. "'Come on in, I have to sign off on the delivery inside,' said the kid. He disappeared through a propped-open fire exit. I followed right after, but he was already gone. Huh. There's a black van parked by the side of the road. Man outside of it sitting on a lawn chair. He's got coolers next to him. Sign saying 50 cent clams, $2 crabs. Hmm. Tempting, but I am not going to stop. Ooh, the popcorn store. Even more tempting. An entire store of popcorn. Mm-mm. I'm not going to stop for that either. The suburbs never end here. Firework outlets, outlets that sell only uniforms of various kinds, churches like they build when they have no history, strip mall triangles, same architecture as the Taco Bell, easily convertible into a raw Dress for Less if the church doesn't work out. <laughs> I shouldn't judge. No one should. We all do lots of things we shouldn't, though. Inside the factory, the air didn't feel like air, but some artificial replication. It felt hot and tight in my lungs. The hallway was the wrong shade of green, if you know what I mean. You know that green that isn't right, that is off from what it should be? It was that green. Bare bulbs, doors leading off from the hallway, all locked. I walked down the long, long hall. No sign of Jackie. I at a glass door. I pushed through, and I was in some sort of manager's office. Cheap binders, red and blue, overstuffed with paper. An Ikea desk with a computer still running Windows XP. There was a man there in the same gray jumpsuit. On the wall was the logo of the company. It was someone drowning, gasping for air, and it said Praxis Industries. Hello? I said to the man in the jumpsuit. Oh, sure, sorry, he said. Just have to get the paperwork settled. It was Jackie, but he was older. I don't know how much, but at least in his early thirties. His hair had already started to gray a bit. He didn't have wrinkles exactly, but he had the places in his face where the wrinkles would be. I didn't know what to do. I pinched and pinched, but every time it hurt. So I did the only thing I could do. I picked up the uncapped big pen on the desk and I signed the forms where he was pointing. "'Ah, sure, thanks,' he said. "'Listen, I hate to be a bother, but could you just give me a quick hand with unpacking in the next room? No problem, if not, but it's a bit of a pain on my own.' I couldn't say anything to him. I nodded. It was all I could do. "'Great then,' he said, and bustled off through the double doors." I've been thinking lately of our pizza nights. Dough from scratch. Sauce from scratch. Cheese from, well, from the store. Not going that far. I love the making of bread. The dough for the crust. Flour and water in your hands. First separate and then merging into a silky hole. The yeast and gluten making it a living thing. It moves when you poke it. It breathes into your hands. Our hands covered in flour, we open a bottle of wine, and we eat the pizza we made, and we just watch whatever's on TV and fall asleep in a wine and bread coma. I think love is cooking together. I think it's making something with each other. That's what I think, Alice. I don't know what you think. Turns out that I didn't know what you were thinking at all. I had some idea of what would happen. I pushed through the doors, no sign of him, of course. It was the factory floor, a great arc of a roof with skylights over towering machines, automatic processes that I didn't understand, and no workers at all. Metal hands building metal things, and no human beings in sight. I wandered down the concrete aisles, the sound of the machines pounding in my teeth and eyelids. Machine after machine, Alice. Imagine the scale of them. Picture it for me. And then, Jackie again. He was older, in his fifties or early sixties. The promise of his wrinkles made good. I felt dizzy and sick. The thrum of the machines became a hum in my gut, and I tasted hot metal. Great, he said. You made it. He was piecing the wood sections together, fitting them into some sort of structure. I still couldn't tell what it was. Jackie, I said. What is going on here? Jackie, he said. No one's called me Jackie in a long, long time. Jack. I prefer Jack. Leave the younger man's name to the younger man. The howl of the machines echoed back from the empty scaffolding and walkways. And on to Jack, older and stooped. He gestured at what he needed and I helped him fit some of the wood bits into other wood bits, following his instructions and not my own understanding. I didn't say anything more. But once we had done whatever we did, it didn't look like much. A cube, but missing some bits, maybe. He pressed a button, and the whole thing rolled on the conveyor belt through the tunnel of machines and out of the factory. Jack gave me a thin, sad smile. Only one more stop now, he said. Come on, then. He stooped his way out of the building, and I followed him. Of course I did. Crossing inland now. Grassland and canals. There are supposed to be alligators here, right? That's the whole thing with this area. Gators or whatever? I haven't seen any alligators, but I saw a cow drinking from a stream, looking like the first part of a scene from National Geographic. The second part didn't happen. No gator leaping from the water with its jaws open. cow just drank. What is a cow doing in a swamp? Are there wild cows? There aren't, right? Outside the door, a narrow concrete ledge over the water. Blue water, white sand. The light Slapping off the ocean against the factory, wearing it away one gentle touch at a time. Jack was there. Already he was so old, his hair was pure white and his eyes were clouded. He was easily seventy, probably eighty, maybe more. "'Well, this is it then,' he said. "'Help me with these last few pieces.' And I helped him with those last few pieces, and as they locked into place... I understood, and when he gestured, I didn't ask questions. I helped him carry the coffin we had built to the edge of the factory and dropped it into the water, and when he reached for my hand, I didn't hesitate. I eased him into the coffin as it floated. He nodded. He didn't seem scared. My hands shook, but his were steady. "'Just push me out, then,' he said." The coffin bobbed in the water, he laid his head back, and put his eyes up to the sky. On the inside of the coffin's lid was the company's logo, in red. The logo was two people lowering a coffin into the sea. Praxis Industries, it said, and God help me, I pushed. The coffin took off into the tide, and with each wave it was a little farther out. Jack's hand, so small, so frail, reached up and pulled, the lid closed. I stood there watching as it went out further and further, and then was gone. The factory kept on churning, machines making machines. There was no one in sight. It smelled like the sea, and it smelled like smoke and steel, and it smelled like algae and murk. Once he was gone and once I felt myself start to breathe again I stepped off the edge waist deep into the water and I walked through it around the factory and onto the sand white as bone white as heat and I got in my truck wet as I was dripping into the torn plastic seat dripping on the books stacked on the floor curling the pages hands on the key engine back on driving away way across the sand, away from the factory, out back onto the road, away from the factory. And that's where I am now. Driving. As I always am when we talk. We. (laughs) Of course we don't talk. I do. You vanish. You aren't. You are a, a gap. A nothing. And I talk into that nothing. I let my words float away, like Jackie on the waves, like like Jack on the waves. I let my words vanish, and I just keep driving. Flour on our hands, sauce on our hands, our hands on our hands. Something forgettable on the television, leg upon leg. That was a life. Alice, that's what it's made of. Hand upon hand, upon leg, upon heart, upon couch. Upon a day where we made bread together. And now a coffin floating away on water as blue as anything under a sky. As blue as anything away from a factory. Away from a factory by the sea. get, right? There's a Denny's in two miles anyway. There's that. <laughs> Alice, honey, there's always that.
0: So there is a love story that happened behind the scenes of Welcome to Night Vale between me, Joseph Fink, and Meg Bashmaner, voice of the Night Vale credits and MC and tour manager for the live Night Vale show. In this memoir, we recount the first 10 years of our relationship, year by year, without consulting each other beforehand. It's a funny and romantic story about how differently we experience and remember our lives. Then, on July 20th, the Halloween moon my first ever novel for ages 10 and up. Esther Gold loves Halloween, until the year that Halloween night just won't end. Even she doesn't want Halloween to last forever. No matter your age, if you're a fan of Alice Isn't Dead, I think you're going to love this book. Get these books wherever you get your books. And now, the answer to our riddle. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because the dead are born, because the dead grow and eat, because the dead make bad decisions and good decisions, because the dead sit at tables or on the floor talking about food and decisions they've made, because the dead love, because they love, that's why, but also because the dead work and make things for the rest of the dead, and then the dead slow and relax and lean back onto the time that's given to them, and when there is no time left for them to lean on, they fall. And the dead finally die. And that is why the chicken crossed the road.
1: This has been a production of Night Vale Presents. Find out more about us and our shows at nightvalepresents.com.